Who are you? Oh, sorry. Barney Mushnick is the name. Owner of the Big Bang Fireworks Company. <laughs> I could use a firecracker like you in my line of work. Work? <laughs> For some reason, that word fills me with disgust. Well, we managed to do it again. I think it's like Canada 4 and Zach Sharp 0 on spoiling Stern Pinball's new product launches. Now, it wasn't even me. I mean, someone started to leak images. And once that happened, the floodgates opened and people started sending me stuff. And that's what, that's how it went down. And they also obviously did their distributor presentation and people screen grabbed that. I don't understand why, for the life of me, Stern can't understand a very simple marketing principle. All they have to do is go live with all of their intended media and all of their assets and HD images and videos. They just need to send that out to the world at the exact same time they do the distributor seminars. It makes no sense that you do this distributor conference call the day before your media is set to go live. Stern, it makes no sense. You could easily, easily, easily have your distributors ready to take orders simultaneously as your IGN story goes live and as your other stuff hits, but they always do it to themselves. Happy to spoil the party a little bit, but it's a pizza party and it's going to happen. So on this episode, let's just give you my first impressions of this game based on what we know so far, okay? Now, everything I said was going to be in this game in my previous podcast is in this game. It has the target banks. It has the pizza magnet that spins the ball around like Magneto. It has the Raphael glider. It has the ninja van that locks four balls, apparently. What else did I say? It has the crane toy that pops up and down near the pop bumper area. It has do-do-do. It has the artwork I talked about on the LE. So what do I think about this game, seeing it in non-HD glory? Well, I feel like that was the first thing that jumped out at me. I mean, the first images we got were some of the worst colored images for a Zombie Yeti art package. So it was unfortunate that the first things people were digesting were horrible, horrible, horrible images to judge this game on. I mean, it looks so like washed out and whited out. It just did not pop. Now, luckily we got some images later in the day that had a lot more vibrancy and popped. I mean, this game, when we see it today in full HD glory is going to pop and be very colorful and jump out at us. There is no doubt about that. But what we can look at right now is the detail and the way in which Zombie Yeti drew this game. And let's let's just start there. I think for a lot of people out there, nobody, nobody, and I mean nobody, doesn't appreciate and respect the talents of Zombie Yeti. I will say this. This art package is paying homage to the 1980s style of Ninja Turtles. And when I saw like the playfield art, it's, it doesn't it doesn't pop the way some of the other areas of the game pop in the translite areas and on the cabinet. And I think he kind of mixed different styles. I think he wanted to do some things that were reflective 
of the 80s cartoon that people remember. And then some of the other areas, he went full zombie yeti. And obviously, his skill set and his ability to add detail is far greater than the simplicity of the 1980s comic. And I think that's a little jarring for people. When you mix art styles in a single package, it doesn't always feel cohesive and it doesn't always click. And I think a lot of people are noticing that because if you were to ask me, in the world of Zombie Yeti artwork, uh, the Ghostbusters and Deadpool packages are still in our minds as being the greatest playfield art packages Stern has ever done, uh, along with Mr. Franchi's Munsters. And so I feel like this didn't wow us like we thought. And I think there was a lot of overhype that this was going to be Zombie Yeti's greatest art package to date, and he loved Ninja Turtles so much that he went overboard. I think he loves it, but I think he respected the style of the show and didn't go overboard the way he can throughout the entire game. I think we see it in areas of the translate, and I think we see it in areas of the cabinet art, but the play field itself feels a little kitty because it is kitty it is an 80s cartoon style so i think some people are noticing that and we're gonna see today it in its full hd glory and, and that's why like i i say this stuff with a grain of salt because we haven't seen it the way the artist intended it to be seen just yet now i will say that something that's been going on with a lot of games lately that i i just don't think is the right way to do it and and i know there's three artistic packages from stern I just don't like when you leave the logo off of the side of the cabinet on a trim of a game. I just It just feels empty in some way. And I always think a pinball machine should have the logo on the side of the game. I don't like it in Rick and Morty. I don't like it in Rob Zombie. I don't like it in Ninja Turtles. I... I don't I don't like it. Even in Ghostbusters, they managed to put the Ghostbusters logo. I just think even though the visual obviously connotes what the theme is, I just think it looks more cohesive and just looks more like a pinball game when you have the logo on the side. So that's just something that is is something that I would like to see. It's obviously 100% subjective, but I wish these companies would stop with letting the artist have 100% of the real estate. I think you need that logo of the game from the side. It just is something about a logo with pinball machines that makes sense, okay? Nitpicking, we're gonna nitpick a little bit because this is what we do. What else do we wanna talk about with the game? So obviously the game from a, from a, so let me talk about things I was just drawn to when I saw the game for the first time and I'm gonna be completely transparent with my thoughts. And there's just, I say this and I'll say it again, there's just something about when I see a Stern pinball machine for the first time, it always sort of moves me in the same way. And I kind of look at it and there's like stuff that's neat, there's stuff that's colorful, but then when you really look in on the details of their games and the mechs and the toys in a Stern machine in 2020, I can't help but feel, it does feel a little cheap. The Raphael glider, 
the Ninja Turtle van, for example. I mean, I was just expecting there to be a little bit of a bigger van, more detailed. I, I thought the way the door would open up would be a little bit more dramatic. There's just some, it just feels like that van is squished, like it was put in a vice. It, I don't know, is the Ninja Turtle van that squashed? It looks like that thing ran into a wall and it just feels like a really, really cheap Ninja Turtle toy. Same with the Raphael glider. There's no detail on it, none whatsoever. It feels like if, if I saw that toy in a store, it would be five bucks. And, and there's, no, there's no real artistic sculpting going on with any of this stuff. And, and I have to say, I, I just expect more in this department. It, it, just, it just feels cheap. It feels like a child's Fisher-Price toy when I look down at a $9,000 Stern LE. And I'm starting to get this sense that this is just the best we're ever gonna get from Stern. That they just have hit a limit on what they will be able to give us for a $3,000 bomb game. And I say that because I've seen some other stuff coming out from some other manufacturers that have clearly a higher bomb than Stern. I just don't feel like Stern has anything left to give designers and sculptors and artists an ability to make the world under glass in a Stern machine pop more than this. Like, I feel like we've hit this limit. The Jurassic Park T-Rex was a moment of like, oh my God, like, imagine what they could do, and then we're back here. And I just feel like this, to me, feels very, like, unimaginative in a way. And I know what, I look, I know what you're going to say. It's Ninja Turtles, Chris. Like, what did you expect? And I don't know, like, maybe do something with, like, some, couldn't you have made, like, nunchucks as part of the ramps or put the the four iconic Ninja Turtle weapons into this game somehow? Like, couldn't you have made the shooter lane, the staff, and couldn't you have made the katanas, like, the, the ball rails instead of just, like, normal rails? Couldn't you have made nunchucks into the ramps going up? Couldn't you have made... Um, the blade, you know, the katana into something. So I, you know, look, look, I, I, I know I'm nitpicking here, but there, it, you know what I'm saying? There's just nothing that really pops out. Like the pizza's been done before. The pizza was in the old Ninja Turtle game. And the other thing I just, I was like, well, why, wh where's the color in the rails, right? So you have the ramps, I get the ramps are plastic, but then you've got the rails that are just silver. Like really, Stern couldn't, they couldn't make these rails bright green to pop. I mean, even the original Ninja Turtle game back in the day, the old game had a, a bright, bright green rail and a bright, bright yellow rail, and it just popped. And I just, I don't know, there's something about these things when I see them, and I'm like, Stern doesn't want to spend the extra, what is it, 15 bucks per game? making this thing pop and at least put it on the LE for $9,000 is just at the point where you're not really getting anything more other than art and, and some armor, which is like not really expensive. Okay. So I do think it's colorful. I mean, I can't wait to shoot it. Everyone says that I can't wait to shoot it. I hate that. I, I got to be honest. I do hate that because of course you can't wait to shoot it. It's like, of course I can't wait to drive this car. Of course I can't wait to taste this bottle of wine. 
Of course, we know you can't wait to shoot it. Uh, I think if you're not a fan of Ninja Turtles, like nothing you see here is really going to change your mind. Like you're, you're not seeing something you've never seen before in pinball, and this is going to make you want to go in on it. I, I think this game is a little bit, and, and I'm just going to say this, it was hyped. We did hear a lot. We did, we did even hype it on this show. I was expecting there to be more movement of the ball underneath the playfield and above the playfield. I thought there was going to be more of like underground sewer systems. I thought there was going to be, you know, going down into the Ninja Turtle lair. There's none of that. And I get it. They're going to do it all on the screen. But you, I just thought they were going to do something a little bit more dramatic with with way with the way the ball travels through this game now we haven't seen it shoot yet we're gonna see that today but i have to say you know even like ghostbusters when it had that really steep ramp and then you had the ball going underneath the play field into this you know and and coming down like a roller coaster and kicking up like the subway there's just when i look at ghostbusters next to ninja turtles i still feel like ghostbusters was trying new things and really had more like of a wow and some wow features in the game. And when I look at this, I don't think the Raphael glider is like a wow thing. I don't think the Krang toy is a wow thing. And the van is like, looks so cheap to me the way the, it's just, it just looks cheap. I, I can't, I, I'm sorry. Like it just does. So, you know, it just doesn't, I don't know. There just, it just seems like if you put the monsters next to this, it seems very similar. Um, we do have we do have the upper left flipper, which is cool, which does shoot into a ramp, which you can see there's there's like two ramps. I think there's like three ramps in this game. So there's yeah, there's like a left ramp, there's the right ramp that the upper left flipper feeds, and then there's the other upper right ramp. So yeah, I mean it looks like a fun shooter. It looks like there's a lot of different ways for the ball to go. Um, it, it's colorful, it's vibrant, it's Ninja Turtles. Now, we are going to see today what is on the screen and how the code is of the game. Now, personally, I thought this game would, like, the weakest link I thought would be Dwight. And I thought this thing would knock people's socks off so much and people would be nervous about the code. I will say, coming out of yesterday, I do think people are not nearly as blown away as some people expected this game to deliver. Again, we have to wait to see the final thing today. These are obviously little nitpick things. But here's what we do know is not going to be in this game. They are not going to have, I hear, the original voice actors for this game. And the reason why I played that clip at the beginning of the show is if you're going to make a game that's a throwback to the 1980s cartoon and you don't use the original voice actors, then the people who love the original 80s cartoon are going to have a serious issue with that. Now, if you don't know who those actors are or you don't care, fine. That's cool. You can go buy a game and have fake voices and have Stern employees do the voices. But And that's what I heard. Stern employees are going to fill in some of the voices. Can't wait to hear Tim Sexton as Shredder. No, I don't know who's doing what. Okay, but the thing is probably going to be Steve Ritchie. And we know that he does a lot of voices. He voice work with Black Knight. But here's the thing. If you love Transformers, Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime is just, those things have to go together. Like you can't have Optimus Prime and not be voiced by Optimus Prime. Now I would argue, I would argue, even though my friend Mr. Rare Hero, Greg Colton is like obsessed with the original voices, 
that most people, most grown adults haven't grown up with a fondness, nor did they even remember really what those voices sound like. I have to be honest, when I played this clip from the original cartoon, I didn't realize Shredder sounded that way. And so if you were to replace that with a new voice actor, Shredder, I don't think the majority of people would know, nor would they care that much. But that is, it's something for the diehards to consider because this is a theme that mostly speaks to diehards, okay? Now, and something else that I noticed that's just a little weird, and I hope it doesn't come out like this. The, the armor, the bright green on the LE, the armor and the piping on the back box, the back box piping does not match the green that's on the armor. So I really hope that's not the case because it's little details like that that always bug me about Stern. It's like, are you really going to make a green game in which the greens don't match up? So I will have to wait and see the final thing. But from what I'm seeing right now, the piping on the back box is a lighter shade of green than the armor. And I really hope, I really hope that's just a prototype thing and that's not how the game finally looks. Okay, now we're going to find out today the most important parts of this game. How does it shoot? What is the code? Is it fun? It's going to be fun. It's no doubt about it. It's going to be fun. And I think for those of you out there who think this is a theme disaster, I think you're wrong. I think there's a lot of appeal for Ninja Turtles. I think it's a polarizing game in some ways because you easily get to people's age groups that don't care at all. And so that's that's fine because think about it like this. Stern gave you Munsters and Batman 66 for you old farts out there. Stern's giving Ninja Turtles for people that are maybe like 35 to 45, okay? Stern's going to give you Led Zeppelin. Who, which doesn't appeal to a lot of age groups. Stern's going to give you Godzilla, which has more universal appeal. Stern gave you Stranger Things, which has a younger fan base. Stern gave you Guardians of the Galaxy, Game of Thrones, Star Wars. You see what I'm saying is like within the Stern portfolio, Ninja Turtles makes total sense. For me, Ninja Turtles coming out now and coming out in pro format and being ready to ship today there's one game that i think this game just nukes because if you're a buyer this is a kid-friendly theme it's an iconic kids property i would hate to be american pinball right now and you've delayed hot wheels and now you got to go up against ninja turtles because i think to me that is the other game that's trying to be the family-friendly younger theme game that that goes out in the world and now if you're a parent and you're buying a game you now have Ninja Turtles available. And also Ninja Turtles is going to ship before Hot Wheels. What has happened to American Pinball? Like, what are they waiting for right now? I mean, these companies that were all ready to go before COVID, I said it, the company that comes out first is really going to reap the rewards of all this pent up cash and all this boredom. And, and Stern's going to be the company that sees the money come through the door. Now, is Ninja Turtles going to sell out today? And do I think from what we've seen, this is going to be a take my money now, all 500 LEs go quickly on Ninja Turtles. And the answer is no. I don't think this game is going to fly off the shelves. I don't think they're going to sell out of the LEs in one day. This just doesn't have that. I mean, Ghostbusters sold out before they even revealed it. Batman sold out before they even really revealed it. It just doesn't have that kind of pull. So I fully expect Ninja Turtles to be a lot like Deadpool, a lot like Guardians. I, I think you're going to see LEs available for a while, and I think people are going to wait. 
Now, the problem for a lot of people out there is there's no shows coming up. So the whole notion that I'm going to wait to play it at Allentown or wait to play it at Pimberg or wait to play it at this show or that show, a lot more difficult to sort of take that approach. So this is the first game release during a pandemic by Stern Pinball. And I definitely think it's negatively going to impact the sales of the game. No doubt about it. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you something that's a little mysterious, a little vague. I will go into more detail about this. I will go into more detail about what I know. Uh, if you're not the biggest diehard Ninja Turtles fan and you really don't need to own this game, but you just want something new, I'm here to tell you right now, you should hold on to your money. There is something coming that's just so much better than what you see in this package and it's more for adults and it's just on an engineering level it's it's comical to me it's getting to the point where some of the stuff i'm seeing just feels like it should be twenty thousand dollars it feels like it should be worth two to three times what we're getting in these stern games and i and again i give stern credit because what they do is what nobody else does they get it done they get these games done and they get them out the door so they can charge whatever they want Again, they're the only drug dealer in town. When you're the only drug dealer on the corner all the time, you can control the price of the market. And that's what Stern can do. Jersey Jack, these other companies, Chicago Gaming, they, they, they showed, really Jersey Jack showed Stern what people were willing to pay. And then Jersey Jack has always delayed getting games out. And so Stern is just reaping, reaping the rewards of what Jack showed Stern is that these people will spend more money regardless. This is the crazy part. Regardless if you give them a lot. If you just give them anything and make it based on something they like, it doesn't matter. They will buy it. And that is what Stern does. And they do it so successfully. Now, I did hear some debate on whether or not it was ethical to leak images and to a journalistic integrity. And I want to tell you this right now. Get out of town with this whole notion that holding an image of a pinball game back 24 hours before it goes on IGN and Stern does the typical expected release, get out of town that that's damaging to Stern Pinball, okay? Journalistic integrity, I have not signed an NDA. I am under no, I'm under no pressure not to share with you stuff when I get it from Stern Pinball. I will say this, there are times when I have stuff and I don't share it out of respect for the people that I'm dealing with. And I've learned my lesson about not sharing stuff uh, you know, to, to friends because sometimes that might leak it out. And that happened with my boy, Mr. Franchi, and we got over that, and I'm sorry for that again. Um, but moving forward, moving forward, uh, you know, like Stern wants to play this game. They blacklist me on everything. That's fine, it's cool. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. We're gonna see the game today. We're gonna see the video today. It might be up right now by the time you listen to this. And we will have more content on Ninja Turtles as we see more of the gameplay. I really, my, my goal is to get Greg Colton, Mr. Rare Hero, because he's the biggest Ninja Turtle fanboy. I want to get him on the show. I want him to give you his point of view after we both watch the game being streamed. So that will most likely be the next show about Ninja Turtles. Again, initial impressions to summarize it in a nutshell, in a turtle shell, my summary is this. It is a colorful new Stern machine based on a property that I don't think everybody is really into, but it fits within a great niche for Stern Pinball considering their portfolio of games. But I still think a Stern is a Stern is a Stern. 
every time we see a new one, it is sort of more of the same. We're not seeing them push the envelope in any areas. I think these designers are held back tremendously by the low bomb of this company, and I really just don't feel compelled to buy any of these games considering how cheap they look compared to what other companies are giving us for similar money. And I, But where they win is Stern understands how to make these games really fun, how to make them approachable, how to make them understandable. They get the fundamentals of pinball down better than some of these other companies that are overly complex, put too much in it, make games too hard to maintain. The games are breaking down all the time, yada, yada, yada. But I'm here to tell you, I think one of those companies that I've criticized for that has learned a lesson and is going to come out with something that really finally after like so many years I think finally nails it with the game and you're we're more to come on that okay but it's it's it is it is a new stern okay now the last point I'll make is there is no internet connectivity on this game now here's what I know about the internet connectivity piece of this whole thing internet connectivity is coming to stern pinball it was supposed to launch with Ninja Turtles. It got delayed because of the pandemic. Ironically, considering the whole world has been using online, so why would the pandemic uh, slow down going online for Stern Pinball? Now, when Stern Pinball goes online, here is what I know. It is not just Ninja Turtles. They are planning to roll out connectivity, 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 connectivity across the board. So a lot of their previous titles, not I don't know how many, but they're going to be backwards compatible with their internet. So you're going to have internet connectivity with Jurassic Park. You're going to have it with Stranger Things probably. You're going to have it with Ninja Turtles. So they are going to connect these games and most likely from the sound of it, it'll start with like scoring and leaderboard and downloading code. What I'm really curious, if Stern allows us to do player versus player because that's where I think it gets really fun. You could have four guys, each one's a different turtle, and you're playing through the entire story mode of the game. Why can't we rethink the way pinball is played a little bit? I really, really hope they start to think that way. I do, will, do I think they'll do that? No, because that requires more work. And once Stern has your money in the bank, again, they're just going to innovate to a level that's enough. And that's where we're at. And that's my final summary of this game. I don't think anything today is going to change my opinion that this is like, I think we've hit the ceiling of what you can expect in modern Stern machines. I, I And it's, it's like my excitement level with each new release continues to get lower and lower and lower because you get used to it. You get used to Zombie Eddie artwork. You get used to these designers. You get used to the way they do their layouts. You get used to these cheap Fisher Price toys. And it's like, show me something more like a T Rex. Show me something more like Ghostbusters. Like, really wow us, okay? All right, everyone, more to come. Obviously, we're going to see a lot of details today. Enjoy the Ninja Turtle Day that Stern has for you. Sorry that I spoiled it, Zach Sharp. You can't beat Canada. There's a reason we got three Twippies. We get the news out first. Later. He's his old self again. Nice going, Vernon. You just gave Shredder his memory back.